One, two, three. Feel better. Feel better. Better than before. Feel better. Notes from John. With a babble from Bob. Here it is, uh, Sunday evening, April 19, 2020. Still in the midst of stay safe and stay home. Yes. And that's what we're trying to do is stay home and stay safe. Yes, it is. And tonight we wanted to have some shout outs. First of all, for two grandsons, Nathan, who turned nine and Treyu, who turned four. Two cute, wonderful little grandsons we have. That well, we Nathan's not so young. little. No, he's big. Nine years old and smart and active. And yes, he is. Um, Treyu's little. Oops, well, I just dropped your tambourine. <laughs> okay. And Treyu, who's got the little dickens in him, he's all over the place. Yeah, he kind of is at times. But uh, um, congratulations, you two. We sure love both of you. And Glad to have you having another birthday. And we also want to give shout outs to all those who are making masks. We have daughters and masks. And you mean the face the masks face to for all of our workers. Yeah. And, uh, they put out a call or plea for as many masks as they can make. And Josh even made some. So that's great. Anybody, I guess, can get in and make those masks. So yeah, shout absolutely. out to all of them who are trying to help this cause yeah way to go you guys and we're we, i don't know, i think it's been what four or five months or five weeks almost since we've been in this uh stay home and stay safe Quarantine. kind of situation and um uh, you know people are still dying around the world from this horrible pandemic and um but there's some light at the end of the tunnel here and um we were Continue to pray for our Father in Heaven's uh, almighty hand to stretch forth and and bring us some relief from this. And we're grateful to know that he's in charge. Yes, he is. So tonight, <clears throat> uh, we wanted to talk a little bit about um, being a good patient. Being patient, having patience while you're being a patient. Yeah. And would you like to tell them why we've chosen because, to do that? Because I'm not a very good patient. No. Well, yeah, but what happened to precipitate it? Well, we were trying to be active, and we were out playing pickleball. and This last Wednesday, of, four or five days ago. And I slid and did kind of the splits and tore my hamstrings. and it's On your right leg? On my right leg, and it's pretty ugly. It is ugly. It's all all bruised, black and blue, and dark purple. And uh, yeah, um, she was she was in considerable pain that that afternoon uh, last Wednesday. And I tried to be brave. You were brave. I was proud of you, sweetheart. But as as time goes on, I I get less and less brave and more and more frustrated because it slows me down. But I have no room to complain when I see my husband who's. Well, it does slow you down because you're always doing something. You're, so I continue to call you this butterfly. You're always flitting yeah. from one thing to the next and never 
hardly ever stand still. So when I'm down and out, it gets to me, and then I'm not very patient and not very nice. I try to be nice, but anyway, we're just talking about how we can strive to be patient when we are a patient. Yeah. I just thought of another song, by the way, on that way, James Taylor. When you're down and troubled and you need a helping hand. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Yeah. You'll yeah. have to sing that one. Anyway. But how are you as a, as a patient? If you well, think about it. Well, I've had my share of uh, having to be a patient, and um, I haven't been a particularly good one. I, 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 I've been... I was better when I was younger than I, I was uh, a few years ago when I had that surgery uh, to remove my kidney. Yes, he, that was very painful. And we have to tell you all, though, that he had an excuse. He was on heavy drugs. <laughs> well, well, you tell it then because you know it better than I do. Well, here he was. He had this big incision on the front of his chest. My abdomen. Abdomen, excuse me, where they took out this kidney. And <clears throat> this was what five? No, this was seven years ago. Yes, 2012. And so we're up in the hospital. We flew home from the mission and got right in, and they extracted this kidney, which was gratefully benign. And meaning it, uh, even though they expected that there was going to be cancer, it turned out not to be. Gratefully. Yes, we think that was. Uh, Blessing from our Heavenly Father. Yeah, a real tender mercy. And so he says after a few days, he says, I'm going to sleep on my stomach. This is while I was in the hospital, uh -huh. still recovering. And you were up there, as you to, were most of the time. Trying to be a little nursemaid <clears throat> as well. And I said, no, sweetheart, you can't turn over on your tummy because you have a big incision and you've got all these tubes and everything. And he looked at me and thought, said, oh, yes, I can. <laughs> and I said, no, you can't. You can't turn over. And then you wanted to get out of the bed. And they had to keep bringing nurses in to say, no, Mr. Jepson, you cannot get out of your bed. You have to stay in bed. So I stayed there one night, and they had to put an alarm on your bed because you <laughs> kept trying to climb out of your bed. <clears throat> I wasn't a very um, obedient patient, but... I, I just wasn't actually, you know, fully well, in my we right mind. Fully coherent, and then this is—we all get a kick out of this because um, he was heavily drugged, and but he still did a beautiful letter that he did every week to the missionaries, and they were two hours ahead of us in New Jersey, and it was eight o'clock here in Salt Lake. Well, he was ready just to go to bed, and I said, "Well, you told me to remind you to finish your president's letter." He said, well, I'll have plenty of time in the morning. I said, no, because they are two hours ahead. So when they when we get up at 8 or 7 or whatever, they will be receiving their emails, and you won't have that done. So you'll need to do it tonight. He said, well, it's, it's only 6 o'clock here or there. I said, no, it's 10 o'clock there, 8 o'clock here. Well, you refused <laughs> to believe me. I, I do kind of remember that, and I don't, I don't know why I was so insistent. And you didn't believe me. You were telling me to call my sisters, and they'll tell you. <laughs> oh, call this person or that person. Then you finally said, well, call Josh, our son. He will tell you 
that they are two hours behind us. So I did. I finally called Josh, and all Josh could do is kind of laugh and say, Dad, no, Dad, it's 10 o'clock in New Jersey, 8 o'clock here. You need to finish your letter. It'll be okay. And he goes, no, Josh, it's still it's 6 o'clock. And Josh kept laughing, and finally Josh asked me, how much how much meds does he have? <laughs> well, I, I finally realized that in, in the mouth of two or three witnesses, <laughs> yeah, that's good, John. shall every word be established. Yes, and so, but it was frustrating for you because you didn't, it's, it's it hard. It's hard to be in a hospital bed, and we know that, and because we've both been in hospital beds before, but to have that. I know, I, I, I do kind of have a, a, a recollection of not wanting to stay in that bed, wanting to get up, and, and they didn't want me up. Well, and, no, uh, you had a big incision. Hello. And, and so they, they had, uh, didn't actually restrain me. But I think they were close to doing that. Yes, they were. And I just, every time the bed started buzzing, everybody would come running in to keep you in bed. Yeah, well. But it's okay. He was also, of course, we're just kind of making a little bit of fun here. He was scooping up ice cream and making ice cream cones during the night. So we knew he was you heavily I, medicated. <laughs> I was doing it in a pantomime. Huh? Yes, you were. <laughs> Julie, our daughter, said, Dad, what are you doing? And she says, I... I'm, I'm scooping ice cream. <laughs> mm, yeah. Well, it reminds me of my sister who was folding clothes in her when she had too many drugs. And drugs can do funny Going things. through the motions, Going through not the actually motion doing of folding that, clothes. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I, remember, I remember the time when you had your, uh, one of your kidney stone attacks. Oh, yeah. We yeah, were at yeah, the, yeah, yeah. where were we? You grabbed me by the, no, no. that happened here at the at the house. home. I was laying on the floor rolling and excruciating <laughs> oh, pain. Oh, I felt so bad. And I said, I don't care what you do. Get me somewhere. <laughs> I'm, I need help. <laughs> yeah. yeah you uh, were... We guessed it was a kidney stone. We didn't know for that sure. That was your first one. That was my first one. And then there was a second but one. But wait, that... wait. Oh, okay. And then we went to the hospital and... I was still not a good patient. I was just going, give no. me something, give me something. And then when the they finally got me up to a room or whatever they put me in, and um, I grabbed the doctor. No, you got up. You got up and you went into the bathroom. Oh, I went in the bathroom your, because I was throwing up. It was so painful. It, and it was at that Mexican restaurant. You were laying on the floor. It was my gallbladder. It was? Yes. That was another one then. I know, but this was... I was patient then. This is when I was not patient because Josh was coming home from a mission the next day and I had to be there. So I, I, was, I was on the floor because I had thrown up and I laid on the, because I was in so much pain, and I laid on the floor in the hospital and the doctor came in and said, Mrs. Jepson, you, you cannot. It was in the bathroom. You cannot be on the floor. And I said, oh, please just leave me here. It doesn't hurt. But they, of course they had to get me up and as soon as they got me up, it started moving they put me in the bed, and it just started killing me again. And I grabbed his, his arm and said, give me something. I have to get better. And I heard him as he walked out. He said, give her lots of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> and the morphine finally calmed down my pain. And, and you. And me. Yeah, I wasn't very patient. Well, uh, I, I guess the process is one of recognizing that we, we all have different uh, tolerances to pain. 
and <clears throat> some have uh, this high t pain tolerance level where they can they can experience a lot of pain and they, they they're just able to deal with it it's julie our daughter julie got that kidney stone we i think we talked about yeah. this before she got to on her mission and in paraguay yeah but she was walking bent over got a, got a kidney stone attack at what 11 or <clears throat> 11 o'clock at night or so yeah, and she's when there were no phones or she's living car. yeah living out away from any any real center of town and no car no bike yeah. no nothing they would have and she walked to her district leader's apartment hunched over i would have been on the ground i would have died on the ground in the dirt i wonder how you'd have been as a pioneer oh you already know that i would have been <laughs> <laughs> laugh it up i would have been dead the first day no no you wouldn't you'd have you'd have been <laughs> In it with all the, you could. It all I, I would do what I could have done, and then I would have just been, just leave me here and let me die. You had this little little skinny body that would have been out there trying. Yeah, I wish it was still skinny. Make it, make <laughs> it, and it would have been a tough road for you. Oh, man. But it's true, and, and everybody is different. In But I've, I've learned over the years to try to be patient and not sit there and whine and complain about, oh, it hurts, it hurts, or... But I guess it depends again on the pain level. But well, there's there's being able to be a, a good patient in the hospital is one thing. It's being a good patient then at home during a recovery period as well. And when you've got loved ones that are caring for you, and sometimes you're you're you know we can be a little less you know, um, ourselves. <laughs> yeah, or we may not be as kindly uh, as we would otherwise. And and at home, you know, if we're in pain. Sometimes we might say something or do something that would be hurtful to somebody, and we don't, we didn't ever mean to be. That's true. Just, you know, because we, we vented out, we had a frustration, yeah. and yeah. Well, it's, um, you've all heard of the man cold. Of course, the man cold <laughs> the man is cold. <laughs> the man cold, where the men have to go to bed and just <laughs> with little sniffles. <laughs> I beg your pardon. <laughs> they have to go in and go to bed and. But not a mom. A mom just keeps going. Well, she does, and you did too. I remember, as a matter of fact, it was years ago uh, when I was serving as the bishop of the ward, and you got um, pneumonia. pneumonia. I know. I'm pretty. I'm Holy pretty, cow! I'm you were in bed with terrible. pneumonia for six weeks. Yeah. That was one of the longest six weeks of my life. Well, thank you. Well, I was concerned about you. Well, I know. But it wasn't just that. It was that trying to take care of all these kids and thank heaven for wonderful neighbors that were very, very helpful with us during that time they frame. Were. They were. And that's when I started to cry. I didn't think I was ever going to get better. I didn't think you were either. <laughs> it just seemed to go on and, yeah, and on. But it, it just makes me think about and realize here we are in the midst of this uh, uh, coronavirus and there are hundreds of thousands of people that are are very very sick and tens of thousands that have died and uh, of course thousands of hospitalizations there's a lot of a lot of people that are really suffering right now and I'm I'm mindful of uh, some of those that we've loved uh, and known well that have just passed away recently well, not just the coronavirus, but there are people that every day that are with have cancer treatments and and other 
terrible illnesses that just go on with their lives. And I, I know of, of people who have diabetes, diabetes, I guess you say, and and some just get depressed and down and think their life is over and others say, okay, I'm going to own this and I'll do the best I can. And that's and they go forward. And then isn't it, <clears throat> isn't it nice to then start being able to feel a little bit better and start doing a little bit more? And that's one of your challenges, Bonnie, is that you, you start feeling a little better and then you think you can just go do everything. And you, yeah. you start doing more than you ever should and then you have a relapse. And then I cry. Yeah. <laughs> I cry again because oh, I'm not getting better. I thought I was feeling better. Well, I know. I have to learn more patience in being a patient. Yeah, that's that's hard for lots of us, and uh, I certainly have the same issue. And but I'm grateful for people that are around us who can be patient with us, as we're perhaps impatient in our effort to get better. Um, but well, that's that's true, and. And I have to hand it to you because you have some ailments that goes along with your leg problem that you have off and on, and you are very patient. <laughs> you that's, don't like it, but you don't murmur. That's, that's just because I know I can't do anything about it. But you don't murmur, and that's another thing is to, to uh, you know, and I, that's hard. it's a hard, hard line because you've seen people where they're, they're um, sick and they're tired of it and then they start they do they start being mean to their caregiver and so it's just a a way of looking at heavenly father and asking him to help us to be patient to be kind and then those of our friends that we know are worried about getting sick and so they, they go on the extreme, they become germophobic and they don't want anybody to touch them or come near them or, and I, and I understand that. Yeah. You know, that, uh, that song that we, we started with today, I'd never even heard it before. <clears throat> we just sang a little bit of the chorus, um, but it's titled, I feel better. And I'm going to, I'm going to play it towards the end of our podcast here tonight but the words are interesting in that uh, this first verse says there was a time I was down I didn't know what to do I was just stumbling around thinking things could not improve I couldn't look on the brighter side of anything at all that's when you gave me a call now I feel better 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 than before I feel better better now I'm not down anymore. Boy, isn't that, you know, that's really insightful that how people that we love, uh, even people that we don't love that take an interest can really help to lift our spirits and encourage us and, and give us a reason <laughs> to see uh, the brighter side of things. Well, that's why I was saying if you start getting worried that you're going to get this, you're going to get that, and sometimes and you just need someone to kind of calm you down and say it's going to be okay. No, you'll be, you'll be, you'll feel better and just have someone there to, to help you feel better instead of saying, oh yeah, you're just a mean old person and I'm not going to help you anymore. <laughs> well, and this, the second verse of that song reminds me, 
really of you, Bonnie. It says, uh, uh, and there were times I was sure I couldn't turn it around. I couldn't care anymore about the good things I found. That's when you gave me a reason to make me smile again. I only have to see you, and then I feel better, better, better than before. Better, better, better. Now I'm not down anymore. Isn't that great? Do you remember? It's so true when I would, something would be upsetting to me or I'd sick or whatever, and then when I'd see you, I'd start crying because, <laughs> oh, I could let my guard down. It's kind of like the... Uh, uh, when we're younger, we would do that with our moms or dads. You know, you, you get hurt and um, around your friends and you're doing everything you can to, to not cry and to be brave. And then you see mom or dad come up and and then you just fall apart. <laughs> I, know. I guess because you just, you know. I don't true. know, but, the, you know, that's right. It's so true. And I, 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 I couldn't find anything to be happy about. And that's when you gave me a reason to make me smile again, I only have to see you, and then I feel better. It's a good point. It is. It's a great point. And well, even, even with some of our um, some of our missionaries that had anxiety or they were down and they were sick, it was I was hoping that when I called them, or you know, to, to see how they were doing, that maybe I could up you know pick up their spirits or. And help them to be a little more patient with the ailment they're going through, or with our own children and our grandchildren when they're. We've had some a broken thumb. We've had a broken foot this week, with our grandkids. Who had the broken foot? Ro. Oh, that's right. Ro, our little four-year-old had a broken foot, and. Well, I don't think she really broke her it foot. A, it was a fracture. Oh, was it? Mm -hmm. And. Oh. And Leah had a broken thumb. Yeah. And just to call him and try to cheer him up and try to help him think that it not be so down, that life's going to get better for yeah, him. Yeah, you do a great job at that, Bonnie. Except for myself. And you help me I try better. to help you, but you do. I don't do it nearly as well as you do. No, you make me feel like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to live, that I'm not going to be <laughs> dying of some I, ailment. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, we hope everyone's staying safe. We hope that your um, your loved ones are staying safe as well, and and that if you happen to be sick or not feeling well or have some ailments or some injury that you're recovering from or whatever it may be, we hope that uh, there's someone that's close by that can give you a reason to smile again, and uh, and somebody that perhaps you may know that uh, could could have a, a telephone call from you that you could lift them and build them and then when you do that they'll sing I feel better 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 than so there you go that's it tonight notes from John with a babble from Bonnie good night